Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live. Chris Simmons, Travis Strell, the great Chris Gardner is here. Happy to be here. Happy that it's happiest hour day. Thursday, that's right, specials at 4 p.m. at Sophie's downstairs in our building, the Dot Zach 3224 Locust. That's right, Kendra Jones. Travis, you familiar with her? I am. She's a very, very talented comedian. Will O'Donnell. Familiar with him? I am. He is a very, very talented young man. James Christopher Sabala. He sucks. Oh, it's terrible. I don't know how oh. he got why do you hate it. Why do you hate Filipino people? I think you know why, Chris. J.C. Sabala headlining tonight. Get there by 6 p.m. for comedy. 4 p.m. is when specials start. Jack Daniels and Schlafly specials. Excited to bring that to you. Guys, I realized this thanks to uh, Zuckerberg. A year ago, we made a post about uh, something being canceled and then us deciding to push forward. That's right. A year ago, Lou Fest canceled in the heat of the night. Hmm. In the heat of the night. We are saddened to announce that Lou Fest 2018 is canceled. Please visit the link above for more information. <laughs> <laughs> what more information do yeah, I need after right. that? Hey, what was more of hey, uh, hey, uh, head of Lufest. Still haven't heard from you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a sombering, disappointing. No, it was just, it, it To sucked. a degree, wasn't a major surprise considering that everyone around town who was directly or even indirectly involved with the event started seeing certain red flags pop up here and there as we got closer to the date. And it became very clear <clears throat> that it was in trouble uh, once essentially many of the officials from the St. Louis Police Department uh, highlighted how they hadn't been notified as to... Uh, the first tip-off, just real quick, just uh, being involved with it and everything, before we even had finalized on the comedy stage, uh, the first tip-off was that they didn't, like six months prior... They did media outreach every year before mm -hmm. to make sure that you had your credentials, right. and they were very succinct about it. There's a PR firm that they used called um, uh, 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 Common Ground Public Relations, and our friend Jenna works with them, mm -hmm. and they're a phenomenal company. Nobody had reached out mm -hmm. from Common. I was like, that's really strange. And then once we started working with them, they're like, oh, no, just we're just doing it different this year. But that was the first, should have been the they first sign. a lot sign. different. Yeah, it oh, was yeah. quite a bit. But they announced, it, it, it was just, uh, it was going to be the biggest thing. Like for comedy in St. Louis, that was going to be huge. They had just put together the best feeling festival you could ever go to. It was fun, but not stuffy. There right. were all kinds of different music. Or there was all kinds of different music. There was all kinds of different opportunities. And I just always assumed it was just going to grow and grow. And obviously it did not. But uh, man. Insane, Which is unfortunate right? because we said even at the time, it's very difficult to create something in general here in St. Louis, something from scratch. Mm -hmm. It's even more difficult to then create that event to the point where it's not only successful, but people actually look forward to going. And it's very difficult to create an event in St. Louis that people look forward to going that brings people from all walks of life. So you had a situation where it was finally an event, a festival, that everybody seemed to get a mass amount of joy and benefit from like the vendors and at least again this is before it all came to a head but it felt like it was beneficial for vendors it was beneficial for artists it was beneficial for it was so beneficial for the entire city so in our heads in our minds we were thinking all right 
St. Louis has something they can hang their hat on. We got some momentum behind a really cool festival that seems to be steadily growing. I think that was the gut punch for me is that that was over. That was it. Like something that that we had come to enjoy that we were going to be a part of is no longer. That was the gut punch because you're like, it this was is everything. Officially we... the end of summer for me in St. Louis. Yes. It was the last hurrah for everybody to go out, have some fun, listen to some great music and some really nice weather. And again, everybody came, people from the city, the county, from beyond that, people from around the country were coming to this festival. So it was really a gut punch because St. Louis has put together something that we have been talking about for years. Can St. Louis put together something from scratch that can draw people not only from this area, but from around the world? And they had, and in almost, in a matter of, at least for our time frame, a matter of weeks, that was all gone. And that was the thing that still hurts me the most. I believe that there, uh, there will be a festival that will return. Because the desire is there, the want is there, but I think it's good that we went a year without it <clears throat> so we can flush all that bad taste out of our mouths. And this is specifically for the vendors who many who still haven't been made whole. Um, but for it, it's good that we have the year off so people can, again, break that terrible taste out of their mouth. And, and maybe somebody steps up here in the next couple months to, to start to relaunch something in the same vein as Lufest. I, I would love to see it because I think this city deserves it. And they, they had something. You had something. That's the thing that's fun. You had it. You had it. It was right there. It was so close. It was so going to be so suckle and so delicious. Suckle? And so suckle. And it's going to be. Supple? Supple? Is it suckle is it or suckle? suckle? You said mm. suckle. Gardner, what's the ruling? Um. Well, Look, do your research like you just did earlier last hour. Okay, you're wanting supple. <laughs> so we went ahead and pushed suckle forward. Suckle is like a, you're, it's a verb. Okay, Chris. Mm. I you're suckle, suckling. I suckle you all day no, long, my friends. Is that a proper a way to say it? That is a way. Okay. Uh, we went ahead and did uh, we, the Comedy Continues uh, show, Last Laugh Comedy Continues over at Southtown. Rest in peace. Um that was an unbelievable event. We yeah. had Mia Jackson come in and headline it. Had Matt Reif, who's now on NBC's Bring the Funny. Mia's comedy special is coming out on Comedy Central very soon. Uh, Taylor Tomlinson was supposed to be part of the show. She's a rising star. Um, this was crazy, but the local comics, the St. Louis comics that came together uh, by Jack was a huge part of making this happen. We uh, repped Project Wake Up really hard. Um, everybody that came out for this, it was it was the weirdest thing ever. And it actually ended up le leading to us being in the space that we're in now um, just because of the whole weekend. But yeah, Matt Reif, Mia Jackson, uh, our friends Nathan Orton, Bobby Jaycox, Angela Smith, uh, Chris Sear, all those very funny people came together. And it was like, what, six hours of shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder line out the door at uh, at Southtown Pub, and just what a day! It was so perfect. It's so after such a, a nasty thing because it went really really well. It's and, and then it's, we had the the sh the night show at uh, Mission Taco. It's and it's so difficult to duplicate that kind of energy, to that enthusiasm for an event. And I think that's what really and that's what we were very excited about with the Comedy Continues show is that we know we were able to carry that momentum, that energy that we would have saw at Lufest, and we were able to bring it to Southtown and of course Mission Taco. And so it did turn out well for us. And again, like we've pointed out, several vendors were never made whole. Uh, I don't know where those are legally currently, uh, if there is anything in the pipeline at the moment. But we do know you that a lot speculate. of vendors. <laughs> but no, uh, I mean, I would imagine that some people may have had some uh, taken some legal recourse 
after no. being owed certain amounts of money. I haven't seen anything. I don't have a source to confirm any of this. I looked it up just as quickly as Gardner did. What the hell are you guys talking about? Mm-hmm. But I, 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 it was, uh, it still kind of stinks. I'm not going to lie. It still kind of stinks that Lou Fest isn't here because it I took enjoyed away, um, our Michael McDonald tea paint collaboration. Did. It was going to be a fun weekend, and I was certain that I was going to find my sugar mama, and I haven't since. So did you see me up on the stage? Is that what you were doing? That was actually going to be me. I was like, you know I'm T-Pain, right? I was going to pretend to be T-Pain that weekend. Mm. Hey, man! Such a sad day. Uh, but yeah, we, we still did the comedy stuff. And then what would you do for... Uh, we talked about this a little bit already, but uh, do you have a, do we want to come up with another lineup for Fest again? Yeah, Travis was out that day because we were trying to figure out, theoretically, ideally, what the lineup could have had in it. Mm-hmm. In you some could way, have had Billie Eilish, no doubt. That's, she would have been on that's it. the one. That's that probably too big. Yeah, it's tough to get, but I understand. It that. would have been a tough get. Yeah, but I think that would have been man. That would have been really awesome. Because um, Beth, who works in our office, brought that up, and she also brought up Lizzo. I think Lizzo probably finds a way of getting on that festival. I think. Um, I don't think think we would have been able to get Lil Nas X. <laughs> I don't think that would have happened. Oh, that would have been That would have been a perfect one, though. He would have been perfect. Yeah, but he was, that would have been like, He blew here. up so quickly, so fast. I don't know if he, we would have been able to get him for Lou Fest. Uh, who else right now? Is there? Who were your legends? Who were your, not legends, but your throwback? I, I, I said you still had to make Michael McDonald and T-Pain work again. I agree. Because like, we already had the idea. Strictly for our idea of the co- collaboration, that that had to happen. Has Tom Petty done this before? All right. No, I'm asking. I don't know. Will Dick Gregory be emceeing? Is Tom Petty dead? Tom Petty died. When did this happen? Was I, was <laughs> I this, tried to cut him deep. I went with Dick Gregory. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Be cool if he would. That would have been. I'm just saying. So so he's not. Okay. I, thought, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what's going on in the white communities when it comes to celebrities. I apologize. The hologram, Tom Petty. That may have worked. You don't know what it's like. To kind of be me, mm-hmm. right? So Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's still alive. Mm-hmm. He could have made a for now. Gardner hey, Gardner, Gardner, don't you say his name, strikes Gardner. Strikes him down. Well, I'm the one. I, I'm not the one talking right now. This is you, Terrell. Oh, but I've never killed anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Post Malone probably would have made a trip to Lou Fest. Okay. Post Malone probably posted. I've never technically killed What's anybody. the Louisville uh, concert that you base it off of? Oh, uh, well, I like to look at Forecastle just to see kind of what they had. Um... And they had the Killers. Yeah, that doesn't juice my beats. Portugal, the Man, Judah and the Lion, uh, Chromio. That was one we could have got Chromio. That would have been it. Yeah. Oh, we could have got Chromio. That would have been fun. We definitely could have got Chromio. Uh, they had Nelly. Yeah, Nelly, uh, not a top headliner. Anderson uh, Park. Yeah, we could have got Nelly. We could have got Anderson Park. We could have got Playboy Cardi. Dawes is nice for me. Avid Brothers. That's good. We've had them here. You could have had an yeah. Amanda Shire or um, uh, Jason Isbell, uh, maybe even a Sturgill yeah. Simpson with his new stuff coming well, out. And actually, uh, but Sturgill has been here recently, right? Yeah. Um, no, it was Fox. like a year ago, over a year ago. Yeah, but that's too soon then. But he's putting out new music. Yeah. Mm. Too soon mm. for the mm. festival then. Mm. I could see Isbell, though, because mm. Isbell was at Four Castle in Louisville the previous year. Yeah. So I could see that. If, if, you could if they would have really woman. pulled one up, the high women. Yeah. 
The high woman, and then somehow they had Dolly Parton come on stage with them. Well, if I would have played well in this town. What? And I mean, if Lizzo was booked at the pageant, that means she would have been on the, the booking docket. Mm-hmm. So that could have had like if you had had Lizzo. Right. Oh, doctor. I think. What if you got a collaboration between Lizzo and Dolly Parton? Now that would have been a game changer. Wow. I think there Shut are. Shut it down. There are certainly avenues that I hope are explored as we go forward and trying to bring a festival back to St. Louis. Childish Gambino, says Cankles. Probably. I, I think there was certainly... It's, yeah, because he cause, was in New Orleans the previous year. You, you, have, you have it now. Like St. Louis, and I, that's the, the, the also the tease, the wonder behind the MLS deal in that, you know, you know there, there are businesses who are willing to step up to, to spend some dough to, even if it's not something that was in their purview, it's something they're happy to bring to St. Louis because St. Louisans love it. We've seen that now with worldwide technology and the folks at Perina, that they're willing to come together to bring something to St. Louis. They have acknowledged that they're not even soccer people, but they know this is a soccer city. Well, so this is enterprise. Though. An enterprise, excuse me. I never tried not to leave them out. Um, but they've, they've acknowledged that, you know, this isn't something that we had on our plans but it's very clear that we have the means and the resources and this is something the city wants i hope that happens again with it comes to a festival because it's something clearly people that want it was very successful so it isn't as if you're building this from scratch this is from recent memory people remember at least again outside of the recent cancellations the positive things about lufes so i would imagine setting of where they had it to us forest park was perfect and now forest park with his new renovations perfect right yeah, I'd, I'd prefer it on Central Field again. Yes. Um, the Muni was the Muni lot, and that was fine while you were renovating. But, I mean, it's done. The renovations are done up there. I scooted by there the other day. I, I bet you did. I bet you casually did. Casually slipped that in there. Um, I probably too fast. But, no, uh, maybe. Um, but that's the location I, w- I would want. I, I don't want them to, like, try and put it on the riverfront or anything. That's fair. I want it done in... In the crown jewel of St. Louis. That's fair. Do it. Make it happen, folks. I know there are a lot of smart, very creative, deep pockets in mm-hmm. St. Louis that can make something like this happen, and I hope it happens sooner than later. It was a. It would have been a great event, especially for my career. I think we'll have something next year. I agree. Got I think we will. I think there will right be something. Again. Timing's right again. I think timing will be right. 2020. Let's do it. We only have like two, three more summers left on this earth anyway, so mm. we probably need to get Take as many festivals out as what possible. What was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite performance you ever saw at, at a Lufest? I only, and again, I'm actually mad that I only started. Well, maybe it was the right time, but I only started going to Lufest uh, three years ago. Oh, that's yeah, well, three or four years ago. Same. I didn't go in 2013. I would have liked to have seen that one. That one did have the killers. I know that might not move the needle for some in the studio. Uh, but uh, that, they're that huge. They're like, huge. yeah, that's um, not about me. But it also had like the na- the national Wilco. Mm-hmm. So they had, it had a nice lineup. Th- the thing that sticks out to me, and I think I've told the story before, like when I worked with um, Bob Ramsey mm-hmm. and the late great Brian Burwell mm-hmm. on a radio show together called the home stretch in that opening that i had designed for our show it started with edward sharp and the magnetic zeros in home and then that kind of the whistling and light guitar underneath as the voiceover work was going right and then it kicked in Mm -hmm. to arctic monkeys Mm. um do i want to know that's a great song so just that beginning that boom boom and then the show. Yeah. So, and then kicks in the guitar. What a great song. 
So I think that was 2015. I'm playing slow pitch recreational league softball, the lowest form of sport. Yes, it for, is. For uh, my local watering hole softball team. Very happy you highlighted that. At Aviation Field. Okay. And as I'm coming to bat, Lufest is going on, and Arctic Monkeys kicks into that song. Oh, wow. It's that, like your walk-up music. It froze me. It, it was like when Mariano Rivera had Metallica play Enter Sandman for him like live at Yankee Stadium. I had Arctic Monkeys playing my walk-up song live wow. in the distance wow. at Forest Park. And you stepped up to the plate? Yeah. I don't know what happened. Oh, boy. Just I was explaining out. to the up. I'm like, this is amazing. And he's an older guy. And he's just looking at me. Like, like, okay, ah, okay younging. Never mind. But I thought that was something. So, so that like that moment kind of sticks out to me. I thought uh, in recent memory, Cage the Elephant was very good. Cage the Elephant was very good, very good. Uh, I was there with. Uh, I've gone a couple times with Sean. Jesus. Well, I go with Sean. I don't end up leaving with Sean because you lose him for tw- you lose him twenty minutes no, in. No, there's no doubt about it. He stuck around for a little bit with me with Cage the Elephant. Then I saw him later that night at the local watering hole, and I'm like, "What the hell happened to you?" He's like. I don't know. I ended up in that VIP area smoking pot with some guys. That's generally that's what the beauty you about lose Lufus. Them. But that's, that's the thing. That's a, and there's no concern. I know no. he's going to be fine. He's going to find people that he'll enjoy. People will enjoy him. Um, so that was a lot of the fun of it. Was going over there with him, saying, "Hey, we're going to have a half hour together, but we're going to have fun no matter what." And introducing him like someone who's a little older to some newer music. He, you, he and he enjoyed that himself, so that was kind of fun. You like you like being the maestro of this in the sense of certainly designing music festivals. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on this angle. If you are bringing back a festival to St. Louis, mm-hmm. are you swinging for the fences? Or are you doing a little bit bo- boutique? You're trying to you're you're gonna do something where people kind of sort of know the bands, but you're not being able to bring in a headline because you need to build it back up again. Or are you saying do you think that man if you can that first one back should be Arcade Fire. Or that first one back has to be, you know, a big artist Look, in I'm order gonna, to get I'm people. I'm not going to say no to Arcade Fire. So that's a little, I'm going to be biased there. Okay. But you, do you think talking, they need to swing for the fences or you need just a single to get some runners on? Uh, I think you have to come back strong. Mm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I really do. I'm with you on that. I think if you're really going to say to everybody, we are back. And this is going to be a thing you do every year. You got to come out the gate with but, someone but that is of, on the level of a Lizzo, Billie yeah, Eilish-ish level. There's part of that, but part of what made it good, too, in previous years, and I'll go back to maybe the early 2000s with it, like when it's just a few years into it. Like I mentioned that 2013, like you had your st- some staples at that time, the killers. That's good. Right. Wilco's obviously going to be recognizable in right. this area. Um, but you also... You're finding bands that are just starting to hit. Yeah, yeah. Like the National at that time. Yeah. Just think of that. Um, so you, they had done that successfully in some years where they were getting those bands that just, like, and they had you know, Band of Horses, Dawes, or, um, who am I thinking? Not Dawes. Um, I'm blanking. But there's a, there's a couple others I was thinking in mind. I mean, KG Elephant, even the year they... They were here. They were recognizable, but they were, but it was like they were just getting in your face recognizable right. too, um, in terms of popularity. So they had done a good job of doing that. So there's, I mean, there's. It's not just 
as you know, hey, here's your headliner. Right. There's a design to that that involves the formulas got a lot of factors into it, I think, to make it successful. Okay. And part of that was adding the comedy to it as well. Yes. Was designing it to, uh, as we had talked before, it had been done at some other festivals, but adding that, especially with the independent comedy scene, which you guys have done so well in spotlighting and others have done so well in spotlighting, to take advantage of the resources you have in right. the city. Right. And that... That was nice, too. I mean, so, like, even the, the factors in that equation were changing as time was going yeah. on. Um, so there, were some, there are some positives that you saw there. Obviously, certain things have to change. Um, but I, to answer your question, I think, yeah, I think you have to come back with something big. I would, yeah. And I, I think they will. I, th- I, mean, I don't know if they'll come but back with a normally, major headline. It was normally a newer act and an older right. act that were, that are big. They were big, right. I think it's possible. And, and, and one thing that we have seen recently, and we talked about this when it was canceled, uh, we are, uh, for whatever reason, are seeing more bigger acts still making their way through St. Louis. There was a period of time before that lead up to Lou Fest where there were some artists who were skipping over St. Louis as a destination for their tours. Mm-hmm. And there are still some major artists that will not stop in the Midwest. They'll even jump over Kansas City. But there was a moment where it felt like Kansas City was getting a lot of big acts and St. Louis was not where now I've seen recently a lot of more bigger acts like the John Mayers, like the Ariana Grandes, are still making their stops here in St. Louis. So that's good to see. So people still want to come to St. Louis. There's uh, obviously music fan base here for all types of genres. So it makes sense for that festival to still come back, and it still makes sense to be able to bring a legitimate headliner. I think that expectation is fair. I think a lot of people, I think that was the thing about Lufas that also attracted people is that over the years, you did see some of the bigger headliners start to show up for this festival. And, and, and I'm hoping they continue to carry that momentum forward should they indeed bring it back. That, like that's good, kind of important because St. Louis has earned that a as good, a fan base. A good example of someone who is hitting their stride and getting right in your face is, is Lizzo, I think. Yes. Like, that's the kind of person or artist I'm talking about. That's huge. That she's she perfect gotta, that, for a Lufus. That's, like, gotta. been on the rise yes. a lot this year, but that's but is really starting to get right yes. in your face there. Uh, hitting number one on the Hot 100 now. Yeah. Um, that is the type of person I'm talking about when I'm talking about those groups or artists that are right there, right on the precipice right. of not only just singular hits, but multiple hits coming your way soon. Like, that's you, you want that. Be- because, look, music people are going to be hipsters. That's why we make fun of them all the time. <laughs> they want to be that, oh, I saw so-and-so at whatever Lufest, right. whatever year, insert year, Lufest. That's that's a music hipster. That's part of the culture. Yeah. And that's what you that's part of why you want it. It's because you know that's the culture that you're involved with. True. And when you're doing music specifically. Um, so you you need stuff like that because then it becomes anecdotal. And it was and then, and then that keeps it keeps the conversation going about it too. And it was so fun watching someone like Chris Dimmon do a bunch of drugs. Mm. It was like, oh wow, look at look he's going in for another line. Ah, that Chris Dimon loves these festivals. Why does he say things that can actually come back? And I went to the doctor <laughs> yesterday, and they uh, they were asking about drug use, and I I was having a little fun yeah. with the doctor. I said, uh, "Is it because of my hair?" Mm. And <laughs> she like looked at. It's really funny. Yeah. 
She's like, oh, the, the, you know, hard drugs, anything, anything intravenous. And I'm like, you know, like this. And she's like, and I'm like, no, don't worry. I haven't done, I haven't done that. Jesus. So, yeah, I was having a little fun. Hmm. Well, they were asking a whole bunch of questions. Well, they just want to see if you're okay. Just going in for a preventative check. Okay. Preventative care check or whatever the hell it's called. Did you thank Obama when you were done? No, but I should have. You should have. I did do you, that uh, Obamacare. <laughs> Took four vials of my blood. Did you did you tip him on the way out? No. <laughs> Thank God. John would. That's, <laughs> That's how that works. Back to Travis's uh, erroneous accounts of me at, at music festival. Did you ever see anyone? Was that hard drug use, Travis? It was very heavy. Mm. Like, and that's my lead-in too. The Great American Race. <laughs> you too. Open. Oh. You hijacked. No, sorry. You're trying to keep Chris from saying something. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. I was like, well, oh. well, I want to hear what Chris is gonna say. No, oh I, I, I honestly don't know that I've ever. The first time I ever saw anybody do like, I remember whenever I would is it Riverport or something like that, uh-huh. and somebody like lit a joint. I was like, uh oh, this is this is real, guys. Uh, but I never saw anyone like do uh, super hard. Stuff. I bet. I mean, I guess you could take LSD or something. But I never really saw a ton of like crazy drug use at Lufus. Oh, at Lufus, you cr- you're you're out of your mind. You must have missed the uh, the tribute to um, what was the tribute we did two years ago for gosh, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Are you talking hard drugs or, or I mean, people smoking like, weed? Like marijuana doesn't count. There were some hard drugs being doing that okay. was being, being done, doing? been doing. Because like. I mean, all you, had, all you had to do is look at Da-da-da-da. look at the Snoop Dogg performance and yeah. just be yeah. like, oh, like, that God. doesn't oh, count. Oh, you yeah, mean him just... playing Katy Perry and then him rapping twice over it? Is that what you're... <laughs> are you talking about that talented performance? Oh, my gosh. Was I was live, like, though. really? That shit was live, though. That, that was, was live. live? No, it was a Katy Perry track that he's like, yeah, over. That, like, shit, that shit was live. That Snoop Dogg performance was live, though. <laughs> we know I like it. You know I like I like those kind of shows because you... There are, I never knew artists had like, there's concert sets and festival sets. Like I always just thought they did the same show no matter where. Uh-huh. And it's funny to see someone do their festival set. Because I've seen Snoop before and that was absolutely festival Snoop. And I think that's funny because he, has, he probably has a package or his team has developed. All right, Snoop, when we do a festival, you do these eight to ten songs. And Snoop is like, all right, cool. When we do... You know, you know, whatever it may be, like it just—it's interesting to know that those guys are so programmed when it comes to their own music that they give different types of shows in yeah. in various settings. Well, no, I find audience. that fascinating. Yeah, very much so. And then that was a Lou Fest Snoop Dogg performance. Like you're not going to get deep cuts from Snoop at Lou Fest. So I think that's people were like so wait, for, for the Chris's mean, of the world who wanted deep of, cuts. It's not going to happen at Lou Fest. It's called Lou Fest. Bunch of boys jumping around. Yes. Went to an MCC school wishing they could drop yes. the N-word. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly <laughs> it. He knows it. And that's what I find so brilliant. Like, I love these promotion teams or these teams that these artists hire because they are in sync with the art. They know, all right, we're going to St. Louis. Uh, we looked at the demographics. Everybody basically went to a private school. Yeah, they're parochial. Literally parochial. <laughs> it's in a freaking, it's in a large park. Uh, they're probably all going to be eating turkey legs and Emo's pizza, mm-hmm. so you can just give them the festival performance. Just Snoop. do the highlights. Just, do, give, them, do just the give them the highlights, Snoop. Now, They'll love we, it. And we, they did. People were like, that was great. And for a festival performance, it was fine. What do we think about uh, Will O'Donnell, who you can see at Happiest Hour uh, today, tonight, 4 p.m. special, 6 p.m. start. Uh, Will O'Donnell says, thank you, Carter. 
Will O'Donnell says, vape pens change the game. No more setting one's beard on fire, trying to light a one-hitter. <laughs> Especially when it's windy. That's hard yeah. to do. You were up here like, you got everybody's beard. And, but that was the, but that's why I'm so, you know, pro-marijuana for this city because no. you should have seen the unity. In front, of that, in front of that concert for Snoop Dogg, the unity, the people from all walks of life, black, white, rich, old, or poor, They are you, are were, you just so used to saying rich old white men? Yeah, I think that's it what like it was. That? Yeah, yeah, I was like rich and old. Wait, that doesn't even go hand in You're hand. You're just so used to saying rich, rich old, old white men. I am, but it was it was it just people just enjoying the hell out of themselves, and no one had beef or issues or concerns, and it was just I think that's why it hurts my soul to not have it anymore because there's so many terrible things that come out of this city sometimes. And you want those highlights. You want to grab onto those highlights and keep them for as long as possible in Lufest Laughter. So please, please, music festivals, hurry up. What about return. this? Watch Snoop and Ice Cube on 9th Street in Columbia, Missouri from a rooftop. The air quality up there changed drastically throughout that show. The news would have issued a low visibility alert. It's from the black sheep. Woo, boy. But, you, but here's the thing. If you're going to go, if you're at a concert, if you're at a Willie Nelson concert, if yeah. you're at a Snoop Dogg concert, like there are things like I expect part of your performance. I'm not going to a Willie Nelson concert, and even if I wasn't a person who partook in marijuana products, I would still anticipate hypothetically. Hypothetically, thank you, Chris. Uh, I would anticipate that there will be some marijuana usage. It's Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg. Like it's one thing if you were like going to a Garth Brooks concert and somebody light up. By the way, did anybody light up at the Garth Brooks concert at the Dome? Do you think oh, somebody sure. did? Someone okay. did. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. I don't know. Country folks did that. Don't you well, think? you get Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg together, and you got, I mean, there's a collaboration, and you got a music. I don't see what's going on here. <laughs> you do a flyover with the Air Force right at the beginning when, you know, you know, some people are standing for the national anthem. You do that, you do that to open the, the festival. I can't wait till we do a DNA test and discover that's literally your uncle. Do we need to see the video oh. again? It's, it, does it not? Lend itself to this. And I keep it. If handy. there's any, if I mean, I'm, dressed, I'm dressed like I'm in this guy's gang. And now, and I'm not even just saying because he's white, because I have crazy uncles as well. But I'm curious, as far as if whose family is this guy likely to be in? Gardner, Denman's, mine, Terrell. See how they haven't come up with some kind of way to com combat these storms yet. They keep saying now. Oh, Two days ago, three days ago, oh, it said this. That's right. all this warm weather, all this warm weather and warm water. We have a navy. Why don't the navy come the turn and drop the camera's ice brilliant. in the warm water so it that it can't get going as fast as it's going? There's got to be ways to combat this instead of just pointing at the thing and saying, "Well, it's uh, now it's getting worse." Yeah, we know it's getting worse. Uh -huh. You tell us. Oh, it's the warm weather. Guy. Oh, it's the wind. Well, we have an air force. Drive some Air Force planes around to get the winds going the opposite way. Get the Navy to go in circles to fight it the other way. Hmm. Legend. Apparently there's a new station in Maine, a television station. One of their meteorologists did the calculations to see how much ice it would take to lower that area of the, <laughs> the temperature by like two Ow. degrees. Uh, uh, I can't even remember the amount. This <laughs> is like an iceberg the size it of was, Texas. It, it was. It, it literally sorry. might be <laughs> Greenland. The, the reason we want Greenland, <laughs> but that would stop like one, like one hurricane. We need more ice. 
That is phenomenal. Oh. Thank you, Gardner's uncle. Damn. Boys and girls, that's a perfect setup mm? for today's game of the great American race. Caca! open that's no open for that great american race of course is the game we play on you're this really show. excited about this well i am excited chris because last month i was cheated out of the great american oh, race by smoked. a certain white male producer who made it his point no actually i smoked myself i it was a terrible month last month for african-americans i don't know what got into us jay-z completely i forgot the story i was doing jay-z decided to throw his entire community under the bus it was just an awful month for the black community. So I'm anxious to get this game started again because I must redeem my people. Mm -hmm. It is time for the Great American Race. Gardner, how does this game play? Well, we have a little scoreboard, as you can see right there. Ooh, hello. It's a credit score. Hmm. 850 for Chris. 800 for Travis. Hmm. Because of systematic racism, Thank you. automatically drop what? 50 points to begin. <laughs> you, always, you always really hit that one hard. Yeah. And uh, each of you will present a story that will make the other's community or culture look bad, I guess. And Put them in a negative light. Yeah, in a negative light. And throughout the month, we'll put these stories out there, and I'll keep track. I'll decide the scoring. I'm kind of the arbiter of the scores. And we'll lower or raise your credit score throughout the month. Whoever has the best credit score rating at the end of the month wins the Great American Race. Chris won last month handily. Hmm. I believe you even went into negative numbers, Travis. That was embarrassing. That was. Uh, you were asking for it yourself, though. Yeah, you realized you were going to lose, and you just... I admire going out in a flurry. And <laughs> Thank you. You were able to make a point, at least, uh, about Jay-Z and your disappointment with him. Um, but uh, we start anew in the month of September. So who wants to go first? Trav, I'll give you the honor. Boys and girls, is there any woman that represents white America more than the Scarlett Johansson? The beautiful actress mm. played Black Widow in The Avengers. She's shown up in many of our favorite films. Yours, specifically, Gardner, Lost in Translation. Mm -hmm. She one is one of my favorites. She is set to be engaged. She is, is engaged and set to be married to friend of the show, Colin Jost. Hmm. One of the You writers. think he remembers that phone interview we I'm did with him? Almost certainly he does. Uh, she's absolutely stunning, incredibly talented. She's a mother. She's uh, the highest paid actress in all of Hollywood, highest grossing. She's a black widow? She is. She is going to be Black Widow in the upcoming movie for Disney and Marvel. So she's on top of the world, boys and girls. Nothing Scarlett Johansson can do. Hmm. Sure, she has a terrible history of appropriating roles, specifically meant for Asian women. But Maybe she she's has just a really good actress. Well, okay, she's been known to play roles that people wonder could have gone to an actress of color, considering that the character is an a, a character of color. Yeah, but I probably wouldn't have watched them though. That's kind of what the studios were banking oh, on. Okay. I think that's what they had in mind. So Scarlett has this, uh, I wouldn't say reputation, but the internet never forgets. And when you take on a role that was specifically meant for an Asian woman, you know, you kind of have some baggage. Nevertheless, she is still considered one of the most high-profile actresses in all of Hollywood. Hot hand, in fact. She's got a couple movies coming up this year. And again, Black Widow mm -hmm. next spring. Well, Miss Johansson... 
stepped in it today. Did Actually, she? yesterday. She did so uh, in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter. Um, she, of course, some of her best work, some of her more memorable work, and basically work that got her to where she is today. Hmm. She has done performances for the very controversial mm-hmm. Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. Woody Allen, of course, uh, if, you, if many recall, during the, the Me Too craze, uh, Ronan Farrow uh, basically exposed him for sexual abuse, um, a history of being very inappropriate around younger women. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of actors and even Amazon walked away from Woody Allen. He no longer has a major studio distribution deal. He lost that last year through the Me Too crisis. And he's struggling now to get a lot of his work out because he's considered problematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, you've had actors in the past who have come out that says, no, it was a mistake for us to work with Woody Allen. I wish I had known what I know now. Not your girl, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. She was asked, how do I feel about Woody Allen? She responded uh, simply saying that, I love Woody. I believe him, and I would work with him anytime. So she has an opinion. I love Woody. I believe him, and I would work with him anytime. So Scarlett Johansson, representing your people, has decided to back an individual who has been accused with significant amount of evidence Mm -hmm. of abusing sexually young women. I have to say, as a community, if I were white, I would be ashamed. Not only because you're bringing back Woody Allen, who has been a stain on the white race for many moons now, you would have to admit, Mm. Now that the white woman of white women is stepping forward to defend this sexual predator. How can you allow this to happen in your community? How can you allow the face of your community, this beautiful, talented woman, to speak such horrid things about a man who used to be a part of your community as well? I think he is still a part of your community. This is a double whammy. He's Jewish. He is exposing your community once again. And now you have the backing of the most powerful actress in Hollywood behind him. I would be ashamed. I would be embarrassed. This is a terrible reflection on the white community. For someone who has consistently appropriated characters on screen, then to double down in support of a sexual predator? Sexual predator white community. Say it with me. Sexual predator white community. community. Mm -mm -mm. Why isn't Travis in the little glitchy box anymore? Seems like he talks a lot more often now. Nice. Brendan Schaefer checking in. Damn it. Glitchy box gone. All right, Travis, um, I decide scores here. I've been listening. I am going to take some points away from Chris. Hmm. Okay. Oh, wait, that's you. Sorry about that. From Chris. I'm taking 50 points away from Chris. Mm. Not for your story, but because he didn't send me his story ahead of time with, oh. with images. Well, I, so. and I, think you're, I think you'll be surprised that you're already ready. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, 
but I'm going to take points away from you because I absolutely adore Scarlett Johansson and the fact that you would present this in front of me, you might want to go fuck yourself. So. Oh my goodness, this is unbelievable. I don't know what the this hell you This is unbelievable. How the hell you think you're going to do oh this? Oh my goodness. Right in this front of is, me with my eyes looking right at you. This is this is unbelievably what a plot twist. Quite and frankly. You know what? Now Chris is losing points because I just I've somehow done white privilege. So Chris loses a few points. I'm sorry, Chris. Quite frankly, I can't support her since she had the breast reduction. If I'm oh being God. honest. Oh, now Chris is losing more points. Now I'm about to say that sex is. Okay. Uh, no sexual predator, white community. Now, just because you say that over and over. That doesn't work. Because I say sexual predator, white community? This That's was silly. about Woody Allen. This is not about her. Yeah. You're losing more points. Ah, rats. You're down to 720. That was a cute story. That was a nice try. Uh -oh. You virtue signaling uh -oh. young man. God, ever since he's found that damn black Twitter hashtag, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what do you have on deck? Uh, what's your favorite website, you think, in the media? Other than Complex. That's got to be Twitter. Uh, website. Website? Porn Huffington Hub? Post? It probably is the Google box. Huffington Post? I, I read it from time to time. Uh, from Huffington Post Crime. Houston, Texas. Ever been there? Yeah. What's the uh, demographics? Is there a decent black population it's, there? I think it's the second largest black population in the country. Things just got a little weird in Houston. Oh, boy. An armed group rushed Popeyes after discovering the chicken sandwich Shit. sold out. They left their baby in the car. And Gardner, I told you, you were ready. Our streak of 247 shows with the Popeye sandwich show <laughs> stays alive. Shit. Reached a new madness Monday when an armed group of people rushed to Popeye's restaurant in Southeast Houston. Do we want to do a deep dive on their names? Do you want to? Do you want to jump into that? Employees told ABC 13 on the scene that a group including two women and three men rushed the door of the store after they were told the drive-through in the drive-through that the chicken sandwiches were sold out. They reportedly left a baby in their vehicle. <laughs> Staff told local reporters they were able to lock the group out of the restaurant. No injuries reported. Police working on description of the suspects. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So there. Oh, all right. Oh, so there may be a window. Oh, there may be a window. No window. There may be a Don't window. I think we have a window here. There well, is no got, description of I've the got suspects. Follow-up articles if you need that. Uh, Mail pulled a gun on employees. Uh, they ran out of the chicken sandwich. That's from the Houston Police Department. We don't have a description. We don't know who these people are. We don't know what they look like. Is there it, video or is there photo evidence yes. of the race of these individuals? Yes. What a, I don't think what there a are. sad quarter of an inch you I, tried to take I there. tell you what. Look, I do find the story to be very sad, but Houston is... Look, Ted Cruz is the senator from Houston. How do I know that oh, the people... From Texas. Well, how do, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, only black people I know in Houston is like James Harden and... So you're saying you don't know a whole lot? I'm, I'm saying that we don't know for sure that these suspects were black. But, but we do. Do we have a photo? Yes. Do we have a name? Chris? Yes. What's here. the name? There you go. Uh, here we go. Let's, let's, without the photo, first go by the name okay, because that's stereotyping. Okay. Also, look at uh, Scott Street and Quarter in uh, Houston, if you're familiar with the neighborhood. Mm. Uh, let's see. I am not. I, not all neighborhoods of black people look the same. So, Do we have a name, Chris? Yes, I'm pulling it up. I don't think we have a name. points for not being prepared. I don't think we have a name, and I think it's very clear that this story I was, need a name or this Travis is a is racist ass points. story. Chris is just going to assert. Frederick Taylor. Small Fred dreadlocks, tattoos on his face, and was seen wearing a black shirt with red sleeves. 
Did they say the race? The fact that it's not mentioned means they're black. The what is the race of the suspect? Chris is Dreadlocks. Right. Chris is right. What no, is the race no. of the suspect? Just, there is a description yeah, out for the. We need to always do that anymore now because they're afraid of getting yelled at. Correct. They would have said, "This white guy kicked in the door." There was a Japanese man kicking in the door. I, do you want to take this L, I, or do you want to kick and scream? I will simply say, Fred Taylor, former running back. Yeah, it's Frederick Douglass. Freddie T does sound like I'm sorry. Would be his dreadlocks. <laughs> I mean, people Gardner technically has dreads. Oh, man, just because my hair gets matted and I need to kind of get some of the tangles out doesn't mean. Were I the women white? If the women were white, this kind of cancels out. Okay, let me know. That's a good point. If women were white, that kind of cancels out. Small dreadlocks, tattoos on his face, and was seen wearing a black shirt with red sleeves, left in a blue SUV. What more do you need to know? Who else was involved? <clears throat> Does it say? No, that's a good point. The white people could have Two been Two women, leaders. three men. Okay, this is, I mean, if I'm you want to. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we don't know. Oh, look, I get that. But this, this took place at Popeye's. It does. Southeast Houston. Or as I like to say, Popeye's. Popeye's, thank you. Mm. Travis, you're going to lose some more points. Damn it! Damn it, I know that's the right try. I tried. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. You're trying Shit. to do this. This isn't fair, man. We've had a terrible six weeks. This is not fair. These are great stories Chris is finding, and I can't really combat it. And I don't and it's I don't know what's happening. It's like my black people don't realize that there's a game being played on a podcast mm -hmm. that is important to me. Ah! Mm. Uh, and you lost last month. This is not the way I wanted to start this month. So 720 to 660. Well done. Well done. Hmm. I have it right now, Chris. I knew that Popeyes. I knew it was too good to be true. I knew it was gonna come back to haunt me. It's causing trouble now. It is within the community. It is absolutely. It was a it was a it was a shining moment for us, and now it's gone sour, just like everything else. <laughs> had a black president, and then y'all had to follow it up, and now we had a great run with chicken. Now we got to follow it up by robbing our own people. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. That's racist as hell. Yeah, that's fair. There we go. Okay. Well done. So there we go. Seven twenty to six sixty is where we're gonna hold. Okay. Until next week. In the great wow. American, say it with me, Rays. I want to thank Tech Electronics for the great job mm. they have done with this studio. They, of course, set me up when I was in Brooklyn, New mm. York, and mm -hmm. they were uh, able to create this seamless stream of communication back and forth between Chris, myself, and, of course, Gardner producing on the opposite end. So if you need help on your tech electronic needs, you mm. need to hit up Tech Electronics. Go to them in the Google box. Just put in Tech Electronics St. Louis in the Google box, and voila, you will be there on their website. There will be other options as well, but you probably want to click the top one. That's mm -hmm. how algorithms work. Mm. Chris, anybody else you would like to thank for today's amazing show? Yeah, absolutely. Our friends at St. Louis Counseling Services, stlouiscounseling.org is where you find their information. Check out Mental Health Matters each and every week. Our friend Rashonda Thornton is a guest on there. Coming up, a very talented person with a book coming out. She's recording her audio book here also, and you can catch her on Fox 2 all the time, but she was on Mental Health Matters recently. She's a very talented uh, dietitian against diets, actually, but she is on Mental Health Matters. Check that out. Also, big thanks to Farmington Fall Festival for supporting our show. You guys should support them by Murphy heading down settlement. for Blues, Brews, and Barbecue. Ooh, That's daddy. right. Marquise Knox, Funky Butt Brass Band, our friend John Henry. Lots of great things happening. One hour south of here, September 20th and 21st. You can see Carly Lawrence emceeing. Going to be a heck of a time. There's a 5K that they're... Are you going to run? 
You going to run, Travis? I'm running towards that barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Louis Barbecue Society is uh, handling the judging. There's prizes, a cornhole tournament, all kinds of good stuff. Be sure to head down and uh, check it out online, FarmingtonFallFest.com, for more information. You get VIP packages and T-shirts and the like. For Travis, for Gardner, for uh, me kicking ass once again at Great American Race, we're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. Peace!